When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Thursday morning edition of Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. It is a humongous show today on the guest list. Uh, Australian cricket legend Alan Border. Uh, right off the top, how many of you out there had Alan Border, or maybe still do, as a sporting hero, as a cricketing hero? Alan Border on the program. Uh, St Helens winger Tommy Makinson, superstar out of England. Former Golden Boot winner coming on the program. We're going to talk a little bit of New South Wales Waratahs. My co-host Brandy back freshened up from a little spell yesterday. And I'm throwing at you straight away, unsolicited, not mentioned at the production meeting, a birthday game guest right off the top of the show, Brandy. Right off the top of the show. One of Australia's greatest ever. Hits 50 today. 50 years of age today. One of our greatest ever ever athletes turns 50 mm. today greg alexander good morning good what morning can you come back at me with oh turning not much 50, not much. one of australia's greatest like, ever just like t- we're talking one of the greatest moments of all time in australian sport this right, turns, turns 50 today 50 today who is it just Randy. tell me what, what what is the date today andrew is it the 16th Two days on from Valentine's Day, Brent. Yeah, so it's the 16th. Um, no, I've got... I, I, yeah, I've got nothing for you. No. Well, think of 2000 Olympics. There's your massive clue. Oh, someone that turns 50 Olympics. today. Not, not Ian. Thor- Thorpey's not that old. No. <laughs> not Thorpe. <laughs> no. Think of the track, Brandy. What was the great oh, the moment? Track. 2000 Olympics. Kathy Freeman. Kathy Freeman's 50. Get out of here. Kathy Freeman, get out of town. Happy birthday, Kathy. There you go. Kathy Freeman's 50 years of age. What a moment. 2000 Olympics. Where were you when? Kathy uh, there. The, uh, there. You were there. Well, there you go. I was there. There you go. I was there. Well, why why don't night. we just throw that out there today? Anyone else great out there night. that was there? Where mm. were you when Kathy won? at the 2000 Olympics, and she turns 50 today. There's something. And I was in a studio, because I was working for the ABU, the Asian Broadcasting Union. So we were compiling shows every day. So I, got, I, was, I was there in the precinct, yep. but I was in a, in a oh, studio. Oh, you weren't, you weren't in the stadium. No, not in the stadium. Okay. Wow. Right. I was down the back straight. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was sort right of at the... I, I would have clearly in the head now? Yeah. I, I would have been at the 200-metre mark. So as she came down, Jose Marie Perec, um, very tall French athlete. Probably Jason. yeah, it was a great night. Probably not Jose. Jose, what what Jose. what was her name? Marie. Well, I think it'd be Josie rather than Jose. Jo- oh, okay. Yeah, Jose, yeah. would you? My my Spanish yeah. is it Spanish? <laughs> uh, now you said we're going to talk much. rugby, so let me throw a yep. little. Uh, what about a rugby pop quiz right off the top? Just to test your knowledge. <laughs> See, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this either, did, did I? Uh, the Waratahs last year. Just Let's just refresh our memory because we're going to speak to one of the new signings of the Waratahs who is an incredible... I had to research him because I'd never heard of him. 
I, I've got to be honest. Yeah. I'd never heard of him. This is his first year, but not his first year playing at the Waratahs. He played at the Waratahs 12, 13 years ago. But he's been yeah. travelling the world playing super rugby, Crusaders. Uh, he's also played in Europe. Um, the Waratahs last year, just remind yourself. I re- remember they got off to a really slow start, but they, they came home, they stormed home. Did they play semifinals last year? No. No, the Australian franchises were, were didn't, didn't poor, weren't they? Hit the, hit, the, hit, the, hit the wrong... <laughs> they finished eighth. Oh, it was their finals down to the eighth? Uh, there was, they finished sixth, sorry. They finished sixth. Yes, there's, there's finals. Oh, and, yeah. and, it, and it's the old, it's the old rugby league uh, oh, semi-final right. setup Zealand, format. They went over to New Zealand, didn't they? Yes, now. It's 1v8, 2v7, 3v6, 4v8. I hopped on their bus for a while. From you did, yes. Did they, did they get through the first week of the finals? No. no. Correct. Yeah, that's it. No, across yeah. there in New Zealand. Yep. No, that'll do. That that'll do us. Now, now our memory is refreshed. They made the finals. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Kathy Freeman, uh, two thousand gold medal, greater than Waratah's twenty twenty two finals appearance. Yeah, I, well, no doubt. In moments, no. <laughs> where were you when the Waratahs <laughs> played their, their finals match last year? Well done. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so and the young man we're going to talk to. Neymani Nadolo. He's 35. What do you mean, the young man? 35. One of the oldest. Well, he's young for us. He's not the oldest. He's he's young compared to us. Oh, a lot of people are. Brandy, it's been a really solid opening to the program. Um, I I, I, I don't know. Are our listeners still interested in the collective bargaining agreement? Because the news today is that we're we're getting close to the finish. I'm hearing all sorts of rumours. Man, I've got to say, the rumour mill around this and what's going on, the argy-bargy. But we are hearing today, we're reading in the Telegraph, the NRL's total revised offer is $1.347 billion, Mm. a 37% increase in total player payments to the previous deal of uh, $980 million. The minimum salary will rise to $120,000 this season. Reaching one hundred and forty thousand in twenty twenty seven, but is this, is, is any of this old? Is any of this new or old? Like is is this just is this a revised from what they knocked back, what they recently knocked back, or is this? Are we just talking about the old CBA? Like I, I still don't know because don't don't forget what the what what the NRL did pre Christmas. Mm. So before Christmas. Um, the NRL released said deal's done. Every salary caps out, but they released yep. that information without the tick off from the players, I, I, which is which is outrageous. What the NRL did pre Christmas mm. is sta- it still staggers me that you can be in negotiations with someone and then they say without your knowledge, oh the deal's done, and that's exactly mm. what the NRL did. To announce a new salary cap for players without the rugby league, the, the players' association agreement, I, I, I thought was stunning, and I thought, well, a deal will never be done because they have got them. They've got the players so offside by by going underhanded to News Limited and saying, "Here's what here's what we've done for the players." 
Anyway, I know not too many people are interested in it, but unless they strike, when 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 we when you talk strike, well then everyone goes, oh, hang on, well what what is going on? If we got if we got to this stage, what are we actually talking about? So I I I didn't see any quotes from Clint Newton in the most recent story saying, yeah, this looks like a, a good deal. So are they doing it again? Have they just released big numbers Ooh, to make wow. the public think these players have been given everything okay. and now they're okay. still talking strike? All right. Um, Starsky and Hutch had Huggy Bear on the street. I'm, I'm leaning on you, Brandy, as a board member. Have you heard anything? Have you, have you heard anything? Like if there was going to be strike action, something would be around round one. Had you heard anything in the last... 48 hours, because the, the, no. the, 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 um, the suggestion that there were going to be disruptions last weekend came and went, passed. So I don't think they're going to disrupt week two of the trials. But uh, you're not hearing anything, nothing, round, round one. No, not hearing anything. No idea what um, involved? Okay. N- no, no. Well, the story only came out yesterday. So, but I, I will hear something today. I'll, I'll be at him. I'll, I'll, when I finish work, I'm going to Penrith today, Vossie. So I will hear All whether right. the players are happy with what's happened or it's just you know, just pushing out a story just to try and quieten things down and put the players offside with the public which is what why they did it pre-Christmas now listen Brandy we need some breaking news tickets to this year's State of Origin series go on sale today um, first game Adelaide are you on deck with the New South Wales Origin squad this year as you have done previous seasons uh, yes Freddie's still the coach so I'm, I'm still on deck Okay, then. All right. And Adelaide is the first game, correct? Uh, yes. Adelaide. Yeah. That's great. Is this a pop quiz? Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's, well you're, you're quiz mate. I'm quiz mate. Um, I, I named the Cowboy who extended their contract until the end of 2027 yesterday, sacrificing at least $600,000 to stay at the club. Well, I'm going to say his first name, Jeremiah, but I mightn't be able to say his second name yeah. properly because no, I, there's been new he's pronunciations being sent through. at the World Cup. Right. And Abby Corisau spoke to the media yesterday for the first time since being named captain. He's now an Appy the captain. Here's a bit of Appy yesterday speaking about Coach Tim Sheens. Yeah, I think the last time he coached um, was in like 1876 or something back then. But, um, you know, the game's changed a little bit, but the fundamentals are the same. And he's got Benji Marshall there to, to, to help him out. Probably the biggest thing for myself is his detail. Um, he's, he's very detailed about how he wants things done. And um, I think the good thing about that is everyone knows where the line is. Um, so, you know, they don't cross it. 1876, lovely, uh, lovely punch thrown there by Nappy Corusau, figuratively speaking. Uh, so a bit of fun, a bit of banter. The vibe's good. The Tigers, I've said it before, the vibe at the Tigers is good. Why do you say David Clemmer? Why, you're going to say, man, what's he been on? Like, he, he's so fit. He's lean. He's lean. Mm. David Clemmer. I'm okay, you've, you've, he, well, you've been there. You, you've, yeah, you've experienced yeah. the vibe. So what, I, what is that vibe telling you? How are the Tigers going this season? What, what do you think of the Tigers this year? Well, you've, well, you've signed Clemmer. He will start every game for them. Yep. Um, and, and you know what you're going to get. You're going to get you know, your 20 hit-ups uh, from David Clemmer. High work rate defensively. Uh, and I, I think Papali'i will develop into... He'll, he'll be one of the buys of the year, to be honest. As, I, I as agree Abby with could that. could be as well. So in Coruscant and Papali'i, if I was writing down now at the top of my head the best 5-10 buys for mm. clubs, the Tigers have got two of them. So that has to make a difference to them. 
I reckon those two are right up there with the best signings in the off-season for a club, best pickups. So, um, you know, Tigers fans, we're, we're positive to start the year. And I'm saying we sort of, we're, we, we're, we are positive on air. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm positive about them too. I, I, I think they'll have a, a good year. Like, I, it'll be nothing like it was last year. Last year was a disaster for them. Um, Listeners. Still a lot of pressure on Luke Brooks. St- there back. still is. Like a, you, you just can't go away from it. Yes, they've signed Appy Corosau, uh, Papali'i, and John Bateman when he finally does arrive. Is he going to get here before round one? Well, they, it's they a $42 can't. Two dollar piece of paperwork that needs to be done. Forty-two pounds. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the Tigers finish round about where they have until last year. They'll be knocking on the door of finals. I. I I couldn't leave a team out to put the Tigers in, but they'll be round the mark. Ah, all right, so you're not on the bus. No, just no, no, talk them no up. not but really. Not, not a finals bus. No. I'm on the bus for improvement. Okay, Big but improvement. the improvement bus. The improvement bus. bus. It's a little eight-seater. Is it a little 12-seater? <laughs> Something like that. It's just a little bus. The improvement bus. Well, now that is BS. Uh, now, Sydney Kings last night, that was quite incredible. They were down by 12 coming up to uh, half-time, and uh, they've ended up winning 95-87. Xavier Cook's absolutely outstanding. So one up in the best of three series. They go around again in Friday. If they need a deciding game, it's back in Sydney on Sunday. Tonight we've got the Breakers against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Uh, uh, we've got the football desk uh, unpacking for after this break. You'll run through it. We've got both Champions League and Premier League this morning. Premier League as big as it gets, 1v2. Arsenal, Manchester yep. City. In fact, I, I actually like the fact that you put a tablecloth, like a doily, over the uh, football desk today to make it a little bit special. Nice touch. Well, it's a special day. Emirates Stadium, uh, the two big ones, just at the top of the table too, Vossi. Uh, so Arsenal lead Man City by three points, but Arsenal still have a game to catch up. So they've still got one game up their sleeve. But if Man City win, they'll draw level uh, on 51 points, which... Was it Brentford they had a draw with most recently, yes, the Arsenal? They missed a chance to go ah, yeah, more than... more. Forgot to do the line. Forgot to draw a line. Just job. on the line, too. Why can't yeah. we have a line in rugby league? Why, why don't we get the line to say whether a player's onside or offside? Is he in front of the kicker or is he not? We, we just guess. Can we have the line? Have the line. Another question. I can't answer that. I Would you like to, to see that. the line? Would I love to see the line? I'd love to see it. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Well, if the, if, if the EPL have the technology to have a line to determine whether a player is offside or not, why can't we have the line? Uh, Can you speak to someone about that? I'll speak to someone about the line. Right. Um, you can call us on the Motorola open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're full of questions. You can fire some questions out there as well. You can text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. But to feel good on this Thursday, if you want to just wax lyrical about where were you when Kathy Freeman won the four hundred at the two thousand Olympics? Let's start the day there. Kathy Freeman, great Australian, fifty years of age today. This is breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on the home of sport. We are 1170 AM Sydney, 801 AM Central Coast, 1575 AM Illawarra, 90.3 FM Griffith, 1323 AM Canberra and across Queensland in this first hour, SENQ, 693 AM Brisbane, 1620 AM Gold Coast and the SEN Track Network right through regional Queensland. Now, my chat about the uh, the line that the EPL used to determine whether players are offside has created a bit of a firestorm on the text line. We'll get to those in a minute. But uh, for your chance to win a Signet Boost Power Bank, 
to keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. All you have to do is jump on our Twitter account and become a follow at Vossie Brandy SEN and then we, we'll announce the winner at the end, end of today's show, Vossie. So which will all be new close followers to nine between o'clock. now and close enough to 9 o'clock are in the draw for the Signet Power Boost Bank. Uh, fantastic. you just got to have them. By the way, in terms of strike action, just quickly into the mix, I'll mention um, the Welsh rugby team who are 0-2 and two to start the Six Nations. They are talking about striking this weekend. They're due to play England. Um, they've, they've had a long-running battle uh, around pay. Apparently, there's not a single player in Wales contracted uh, in the World Cup year past the first four or five months, past the next four or five months. Not one. Um, so they're saying, you know, they've got mortgages, schools, kids, food, whatever. Um, just there's players. One player said, an anonymous player said, I can't apply for a mortgage and I'm on antidepressants. I'm also one big injury away from not having a job in July, yet I'm starting for Wales every week, and the WRU is making tens of millions from international matches. So Ooh. Wales may strike this weekend yep. in the Six Nations. It's a big story over there. Uh, let's rip into the uh, texts, 0457-736-736. Also calls on the Motorola uh, open line. This one, we want lines, Brandy. Is just a text. We want lines. Right. No name. <laughs> that's, that's the catchphrase. Uh, this one. Now, I, I brought up uh, Marie Perec. Um, Perec had left the country before the race. Maybe my Brandy's memory is failing. Well, I, I, I couldn't recall that. So I just Googled. Then That's right. She was she was run out of town. Yeah. Run out of oh. town. Anyone catch her? Because if they did, they'd be in the final. Well, um, yeah, no. Yeah. That was an athletic show. Yeah, uh, no. Martin, uh, good morning, team. I was there for Kathy's race. What a night. My wife said it was the loudest crowd she'd ever heard. Marie Jose Perec actually left Sydney before the race. She didn't compete in the 400 metres race against Kathy. Martin, just ramming it home to you as well. Uh, are you boys doing the super coach bus this year? Is Dan's question. Yeah, I'll get in. I'll get amongst it. I haven't, haven't quite jotted down any names yet, but I'll, I'll be on the super coach bus. Uh, the number one golfer, can we quickly go to the number one golfer from Oyster Bay? Love hearing from him because he was at the, or where he was, when Kathy Freeman was racing the 400. Number one golfer, there's a twist to this tale, I believe. Yes, yes, good morning, guys. Yeah, it was a bit funny about that Mary Parekh um, story, Brandy, when I heard that. Yeah, he, he was gone. She was gone, sorry, a while. But yeah, I, I, was, I was at Homebush that night. Wasn't actually at... Um, Kathy Freeman. I was actually watching the table tennis, and um, during the night, I'm, I remember someone saying, "Yeah, she's she's won." But I've got an even better story. Whoa, than sorry, that. sorry, actually... no, stop, 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 stop. You forgot that she was running, and you were sort of glued to the table tennis. No, no, I was at the table tennis. I was at one of the other events. I was watching. Oh, you were at the, the table tennis. Table tennis. Ah, okay. right. I think you meant you're at t- watching the table tennis at home or something on a. You know, you know, no, no, no. I was the red button thing. I was, I was out at home. Pretty much, I went every day to to the Olympics. So I saw all different yeah. events. Wow! But um, I actually have a better story. That 2012, I went to London Olympics. I went to quite quite a lot of events, and um, I went to the table tennis world team final, North Korea and China. And uh, I walked in, and uh, I was by myself. The family was doing something else. And I was sitting right at the back, and I saw some seats over that were vacant. So I went out and walked, went up to the guy and showed my ticket and said, I should be in here. And he says, you're in the wrong area. I said, no, they told me um, there wasn't much room. I couldn't see much. So he let me in. He says, don't tell anyone. 
I was sitting in the middle of the Chinese Chinese um, coaches, and um, I was going for North Korea and telling telling everyone on the side how they should be returning their serve. Oh. You are an interesting man, number one golfer. What a story. Uh, very few listeners I can imagine were at the North Korea v. China um, 2012 <laughs> London Olympics, but you were. I don't think anyone can match story. that. No one can match no, that. No, no, that's, that's up there. I thought we were going to get uh, Jingbing Lu or someone there. Uh, what Jay the Bookman, um, uh, we've got an interesting setup for today. I think Are we allowed to run a sort of a joke off here? All right. I've just said the nod. Is that a yes? Yes. Okay, yes, is it intro to the segment? Definitely. Yes. All right. Dan, no, there's no intro to the segment. There is. Okay, where is it? I haven't. Heard. My wife actually went to the doctor today, and the, and the doc called. Sure, right? Yeah. Well, the doc called me just to give me the update, um, just to tell me the facts. And he said, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with her at the moment. I don't know. It's either chlamydia or Alzheimer's. I'm just oh. not quite sure. I said, Well, how do I know, doc? And he said, Well, she's just left the surgery, so if she if she gets home, don't sleep with her. Right. Right. Okay. Was that so sad? I thought. That's got Satlas. So so that's our benchmark for SEN. The last joke that was delivered on air was Sats last night. And uh, now, um, Jay the Bookman. <laughs> Dimmick, yes, of Rouse Hill. Jay, what have Not you much to beat, Jay. No, not much to beat. Where's your bench? Went over to my mate's place and he was watching something on the TV. And I heard this creepy organ music and suddenly he yells, Don't go in that church, you idiot. I said, are you watching a horror movie? He said, my wedding video. Right, okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. There we go. Um, It's it's interesting areas. But thank you, Jay, for your contribution to the program. We're off and running. Football desk is up and running with a lovely doily on it. Arsenal about to kick off against Manchester City. They're all taking a knee. And Brandy will update us on all of that in just a moment as we go to the news. Vanessa, thank you. We're here thanks to Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers. It's time for this right now. Let's hear it. Hello, Moto. There we go. 0457 736 736 on the text line or 1300 1170 on the Motorola open line. Fossey, I'm just having a look at some of the stories that came through around that time, the time that Kathy Freeman uh, won the 400, that saw Marie Perec, uh split, get out of town. Yes. She said the 400 metres in Sydney was not a race against Kathy, Kathy Freeman. It was a race against an entire nation, which had its problems. I was only prepared for the 400 metres. Um, some of the headlines, temperamental, French Missy, Precious Mademoiselle, scared, seriously disturbed, sadly deluded, brittle, disgraced. They were just some of the some of the headlines. <laughs> some of the headlines. <laughs> just some of them. Some of them. Yes. Well, uh, no wonder she got out of town. And I don't think she listens to the SEN app either as a result of that. She never um, ran again. That was it. Is that, never ran again? Never wow. ran again. Uh, Andy's come through on the text, 0457736736. He says, I was at the warm-up track. Helping the relay team, Andy says. So he wasn't in the main stadium, but what, there you go. It's some roll. Arthur from Paddo. G'day, Arthur. How you going? Where, where was I when Kathy Freeman won the 400 and 2000? He starts his text with a question. 
at the stadium. Start of top deck, overlooking start of back straight, witnessing the greatest constant roar, 110,000 at an Australian sporting event. Also witness the Aloisi penalty shootout in 05, and Steve Waugh last ball, 100 in 2003. Arthur from Pado has been there at all three, Brandy. Anyone else out there? Wow, Anyone out there that can match moments. Arthur's portfolio of great moments? He's been at Aloisi, War, Freeman. That's pretty impressive. Who can top it? I, I, I don't think anyone that? can beat that. I, I don't no. think there's anyone that can beat that, truthfully. Mm. You'd have That's to be out to on beat. a boat. America's Cup, something like that. You'd have to throw that. You'd have to be at Farlap winning the 1930 Melbourne Cup. Oh, yeah. You were there when Dragons won their 11th. I don't know. Third, third, third Maccabi Diva win. Uh, that, that'd that be pretty good. That, uh, what did the NRL season look like in 2000 due to the Olympics? Shorter season, earlier start might be an opportunity in 2032 to do the same. Play everyone once or maybe a conference system. Uh, oh, no, it was full season. They just started early. We started, started way early. early. And, that's where the, and that's where the snow game was. So because we started so early, we got to May and we had that snow game. Canberra and the Tigers wasn't even winter. It was May. Um, we started very, very early in 2000. Um, so there you go. Uh, were you Pedro there that day? Know, were, you, you... were you there for the opening? No, of... the snow game. No, great regret. No, 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 great no. Regret. No, the, the opening of um, the stadium. Where the, where it was the, a double Oh, the first game. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Luke Burt makes his debut. Yeah, debut. And yep. I think Lance Thompson might have been a tri-score opening day. Might test... Ben Rossley, our producer, remember the late... It's Lance, Tom, Lance Thompson, by the way. It's his birthday. Poor old Lance would have been 45 today. But I've, I've just got a memory of him scoring a try mm. um, on uh, on opening day. That's one to check up, Dragons fans out there. Can we go to the Motorola open line? Can we hear her again? Or we can't just run the clip in isolation. Can we just run that first bit again? Hello, Moto. Okay, well, that's all we need. Rooster Ash of Liverpool is on the open line. G'day, Rooster Ash. Hello, Moko. Oh, that's very good, Ash. That's <laughs> so close. Hey, <laughs> I, can, well, I can barely I, tell I the difference. To, I had to because I just got off Canterbury Road. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, just on that, the lines on the field to see whether players offside or onside, do, yep. we really need, do we really need that? Because we've got the bunker that takes 10 minutes to decide something that we know it's sitting at home or or just watching it at the ground. Do we, mm. If we do have it, we need someone with a bit of... Uh, that can be competent. Yeah, competency helps, doesn't it? Um, oh, I, I, know, I know what you massive. mean. You're just throwing in another bit of technology that we probably, you know, probably might drag things out. But if you... It, it's better than guessing, Rooster Ash. And I, I know, you know, working... When, when there's a kick put in and someone is very close to, and you've got to have both feet behind. Uh, when he's not near the kicker, it's it's almost impossible. We're guessing. We guess. So are we, happy, yeah, are, are we happy to go with our best guess? Or do we want it how the EPL do, and they can put a line across the screen and go, well, he's offside or he's onside. Um, exactly, exactly. But... On on the same token, we look at that game with the West Tigers last year that they said that um, the yep. West Tigers player was offside, and he wasn't. He wasn't offside. No, he wasn't offside. Cost them I've the got game. some news for you. 
I've got you some news for you, Rooster Ash, if you're not aware too. There has been a tweaking of the rule on offside play, the 10. Uh, defenders now, with the exception of the goal line, have to have both feet behind the referee. If the referee marks the 10, then the players have to have both feet behind the referee, whereas when they get to the goal line, they only have to have one foot behind the goal line. Brandy, you're aware of that? Players, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the yep. players have to be aware of it. Yep. Um, they've, they've clarified that. I don't know whether they're going to be you know, as vig- so vigilant that we're going to have a crackdown. But that's what they've told the players this year, that when you're standing back 10 metres, you must be, or if wherever the referee is, you've got to be standing behind him, not just one leg behind him, one leg in front. So you can't, well, you've got to get right yeah. behind him. You, and that is, that, that's a bigger change than what you think. So it's something that mm. the players well, it's do stride, every, isn't it? every moment of the game. They're, they're getting back the 10. Now, if they've got to have both feet behind the referee, that, that's, that doesn't sound much, but it's a big change. No. And under pressure... Like, you know, when games get, you know, when when a bit of, um, when the players start to get tired, Vossie, they, they go back to old ways. So it will be easy for referees to ping players offside. Oh, Rooster Ash, thank you for the call, mate. Have a, have, have a super day on this Thursday, and thank you for throwing that into, uh, into the mix. Um, this is interesting. We've got a little bit of a war going here on the text. Uh, someone's texting saying, I know Arthur from Paddo. And he's talking out of his bull-eye pass. He's full of it. So he wasn't at those three things. There's an allegation, and we'll, we'll leave it at allegation. Allegedly, Arthur is a bullshit artist and that he wasn't at those three events. May not have Ooh, been at any of those. Now, how, how does Arthur have, have to reply now? Is it back in Tickets, Arthur's court? We either need photos or we need scanned copies of the well, tickets to say that he was there. I think, I think it's been a no. bit tough on Arthur. So... It, Poor old Arthur's texted in and said he's been to yeah, these three right. events. He gets story. called Great out. Story. Great story. And now, now yeah. we've 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 slandered him. Yeah. We're saying he's bullshit. Um, cap. <laughs> That's right. Not true. Cap. This one. I was at the. St- oh, the, the reason we're talking about Kathy Freeman. If you're just joining us, it turns fifty today. Yeah, Kathy Freeman is fifty years of age today. This one. I was at the stadium the night Kathy won, but missed the race. I was still in the beer queue. Because they had no staff on that night. 23 years later, nothing has changed. They still have no staff when events are on at Homebush. Ha, ha, ha. Emoji. Is it ha, ha? Is it? No, it might be angry emoji. I can't tell. Not really into emojis, but there you go, Brandy. What, what emoji is that, old boy? That's cool. I, I think it's a laughing uh, emoji. Laughing emoji. Uh, yeah. Green Kick and Marusa, GKR, out on the tools as always early. Morning, Vossi and Brandy. I was at the Canterbury Leagues Club the night of the Cathy Freeman race playing the electronic horse racing machine. At the exact time of her race, my mate and I backed a 100 to 1 shot on the machine. Well, how often does that happen? That'd be pretty rare. You'd remember that, wouldn't you? 100 to 1 winner on the electronic horse racing machine. Do, do they still have those? Oh, yeah. The electronic well, you race? You can't do any tab. You got any tab? There's the the animated races go on nonstop. No, I mean live. Like they used to have one of those at Panthers. There used to be a horse racing machine. So you would world of entertainment. Yeah, not not on a screen. Like it was no. The horses went round a track. The little plastic. Oh horses. yeah, like the table. How good at that? That's great. That was now, great. Gamble responsibly, but that sort of stuff really that floats my boat. Great. You know, I think it's, I could watch that all day. I could watch that all day. <laughs> Who remembers that? Anyone out there? And Arthur of Paddington, you can ring up and say you were and, and make out as if you if you know what we're talking <laughs> so about. You, you're slandering um, who Arthur. Was it, has anyone ever been to the Panthers World of Entertainment and there used to be a horse racing game where the horses went round under a dome and they moved that around. That was so good. Electronically. 
Anyone remember that? One three hundred. Oh one eleven seventy. Yes. I spent many a night there having fun. Oh, did you? <laughs> Doing your ass on a yeah. horse racing game. Oh, that what a so shame. Good. I've got to so Google, good. can you buy one? I've got to try and buy one for the SEN room. I don't, I don't, I don't think good they're for around morale. anymore. Good for morale. I don't Zero, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. What a show. What a show. It's 17 minutes to seven in New South Wales. That means it's 17 to six in Queensland. Uh, Brandy will fire up the football desk in just a moment. This is the home of sport, uh, SEN.